Welcome back to Girl Meets Show, the relationships podcast for people in a relationship with TV. I'm Jordan. I'm Taylor. We are going to be talking about two Amazon Prime movies. Originals? I don't know. I guess so. I think they count as originals. Yeah. yeah. Um, Catherine Called Birdie and My Policeman. But first, we have... A light TV news week because there's been a short amount of time since we last recorded and are recording this. <laughs> and we'll see how much overlap we have. Jordan, you go first. Well, sad to report that HBO Max's revival of Degrassi is donezo and will not be happening. Um, Thoughts and prayers to you specifically. Thank you. Yes. I mean, it's probably... Maybe it would have sucked, you know, Mm -hmm. but there go the opportunities to like bring back former cast members and just fun things like that. So it's very sad. I'm always just so intrigued and interested in like the decision making process for something like that, because I know a lot goes into deciding to even revive a show or like start a show and give it, yeah, put it into the news so that like us slow people hear about it. But like. (laughs) so then for something to get like fully canceled it's just like very interesting and I'm like was it just not working like what happened I remember seeing other people because I I feel like Degrassi was like trending on Twitter around the times when all the HBO Max Discovery Plus Mm -hmm. drama things were happening and confusing everyone and so some people were like what does this mean for the Degrassi revival? Because <laughs> I think people knew that was probably not going to be a high priority <laughs> anymore. So it is sad that, yes, our fears were uh, correct. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, speaking of cancellations, HBO canceled Westworld, which is very shocking because, um, I mean, it's shocking, but also not shocking at the same time, I guess. Mm-hmm. I Uh, Apparently, the creators were wanting to finish it up in the next season, but I guess they're not going to get that. And um, I'm thrilled because I felt exhausted by (laughs) the amount of people asking me if I watched it. And I gave up after the first, actually halfway through the second season and was worried I was going to have to go back and catch up if it got good Mm -hmm. again, which apparently it didn't because it was canceled. Mm-hmm. I think I watched like the f- I think I did watch the first episode maybe the first two of the fourth season and like no 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 of the first oh. season like I think I've seen <laughs> two episodes total and maybe I would finish the first season because that's what the one everyone says is good it was good and, and then- like the ending was like the payoff was worth it but it was like feeling confused and like unsure of what's happening an entire season until like the very last episode isn't really great for viewing no like that's not that's not good storytelling people no it's horrible storytelling i agree i only have one more piece of news and it is that theo james who we're always rooting for theo james um ever since Downton Abbey days and um, the cursed Divergent series. I think we've actually, every time we've talked about him, I think we've wondered, is he cursed? Yeah. But 
now he's on White Lotus and he just got cast to be the star in the Netflix um, series of The Gentleman, which is a Guy Ritchie movie that now he's adapting for Netflix and into a series. Um, so I think it's finally going to happen for Theo James. Theo James stands like we're out there and we've been we've been starving <laughs> and now it's finally time I think. Maybe the White Lotus is like good uh a good omen for like it was Lucas Cage's way of getting out of that bad situation <laughs> where directors were talking about him, you know? And now mm-hmm. now it's time Theo's time. Yeah. I think so. Um I have two more pieces of news. The WandaVision spinoff, Agatha, Coven of Chaos, um, cast Aubrey Plaza. Excited about that. Get Aubrey in that Marvel mm-hmm. universe. And like witchy vibes for sure. Yeah, she's perfect. Out of her. Also, um, that did confuse me a bit because so there are two WandaVision spinoffs. Want, uh, an Agatha one and a Vision one. Oh, yeah. Right? Yes, there are. Hmm. Hmm. Very interesting. Very. Also, she's got that White Lotus uh, bump, too. I mean, she didn't. She's already been around. People know her more than they know Theo James, but it doesn't hurt. No, it does not. Um, And then lastly, I just thought this article by article. I was meant um, Instagram caption. Same thing. Vogue magazine posted about. Um, the Bridgerton season three, because apparently Kate and Anthony Bridgerton, who was the, were the focus of the season two, which I forgot her name was Kate until I was reading this caption. Um, apparently they're still going to be in this third season and they're going to show the early days of their marriage and specifically including their honeymoon period, which I think is really funny because... I mean, I feel like there were complaints about season two not having enough um, sexy time with them. And so it's funny that they're like, don't worry, like, we're going to be showing this, like, at the beginning of season three. <laughs> like, we're going to make up for it. I'm excited about that. Yeah. Um, and I I, I liked season two. Um, and it's just so funny. So you don't have to have... Um, <laughs> What's her name? The uh, the first sister. Yeah, what is her and name? Her invisible husband. <laughs> like, was is it like Daphne? Yeah, that's right. Does that sound right? Yeah, that sounds right. Okay. Yeah, they're trying to make um, up for that because it really <laughs> felt really awkward that they like weren't in it, and when she was, it was just weird. It was it was really weird. She's there being like, "Oh, I've never been happier." Yes, mm-hmm. a great relationship with my husband. It's like, hmm, well, where is he? Yeah. Prove it. Show us. Mm. Well, that'll be fun. And actually, that'll be fun because so much of their season was, like, very um, dramatic, like, um, unrequited love. You know, like, they we didn't actually get that much time of them as a couple, like, finally getting together. Like, it was all very drawn out, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So that'll actually be fun. I'm excited about that. Yeah, I thought it was good news. All right, for our top three, we are going to be using Catherine Called Birdie as our 
jumpstart for a top three. Um, the plot of Catherine called Birdie is a young 14-year-old girl who it's like medieval England times and her dad mostly is trying to set her up for marriage to pay off some debts basically um so we thought it would be fun to name the top three tv characters that our parents would betroth us to and uh it was very fun because both of us were able to just ask our parents who they would choose for us and i i know i cannot wait to hear jordan's answers (laughs) I'm so excited to hear yours. (laughs) Um, You go first. And share mine. Okay. Okay. My mom, I'll start with her. And she actually gave me two. And they're the most random. But I'm just going to read them both because they're funny. The first one she said, did you ever watch Psych, Taylor? I never did. Are you familiar with Psych? Um, Well, she said she would arrange a marriage between me and Gus from Psych, who is Dooley Hill, the who plays Sam the Onion Man in Holes, if that's a helpful <laughs> reference. Okay, okay. Great, uh, great. Um, thank you. Which our family also loves. Um, and I was very flattered by that. He's hot, and we do love his character. He's fun and quirky guy in Psych. Um, and the other one she said um, was Matthew Crawley from Downton Abbey. <laughs> wow i was like okay like i'm flattered yeah that's a (laughs) stunning coupling i love that thank you um my mom's answer was kind of a burn she said chandler bing from friends especially right now she granted she doesn't know what we know and the, what Jordan and oh I know is gosh. that, like, <laughs> apparently in his book, the way he talks about Jennifer Aniston is just like, no, 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 no. And it's... He's just, like, a weirdo. And it's it, these are his own words that he's, a, like, that his own stories are weird. Granted, that is Matthew Perry, not necessarily the character Chandler Bing. Yes, but it's hard know? to separate so, the two, especially when... It's just... It's just very timely right now. Yeah, like Jordan and I have been in each other's DMs on TikTok about this uh, Matthew Perry yes. book for like this week. So it's very funny that she said yes. that. But that is so The funny. reasoning why is also funny because she said Chandler's okay with Monica liking things a specific way. <laughs> hey, I mean, is she wrong? She's, that is like a good she's point. She's technically not wrong, but it just makes me kind of think like... <laughs> Oh. <laughs> yeah, you're like, wait, so what are you implying? I'll bring that up in therapy, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. Um Wow. I this is fun. It's, this is already like the best topic. It's three really ever. fun. Um all so my dad, he said Jim from the office. Mm can't really you go, can't wrong, go wrong you know i was i felt great about that i would so far i will say yes to all of these betrothals yeah. my uh my sister wanted it on the action so we were casting people for her 
and she's a redhead and so we just kept casting redheads because she hates it when people are like oh you have red hair let me set you up with this other person that has red hair (laughs) and my little brother was like oh i know i would i would um have you marry the redheaded guy that killed the kid in breaking bad and i was like what not even landry and then carly my sister was like so mad because she was like not even you guys didn't even give me like Jim from the office like she was so offended and so I'm glad you got is Jim. he a redhead no she was just like saying like you gave me all these awful characters oh, just, like better options yeah. yeah yeah Jim is good that is hilarious that of all the Jesse Plemons <laughs> options that he goes to Breaking Bad um <laughs> It was really funny. Interesting. (laughs) Honestly, this is a great question to like ask your parents or like friends, like what TV character would you set me up with? Because it's really funny. Mm -hmm. I'm learning so much about myself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's it's like, yeah, it is good. It's like, it's, I think it's healthy to see kind of an out, like an outward perception of Mm -hmm. yourself. We set ourselves up with TV characters all the time. (laughs) And it's funny to think like, um... What are the TV characters top of mind for other people yeah. too? Yeah. You know? Cause like, like I've, I know I've used Jim from the office for a top three before for sure. But like my mom pulling from psych and Downton Abbey is like, Oh, I probably wouldn't have even thought I wouldn't have gone that direction, but I love those answers. Mm-hmm. Um, I let my sister choose one for me and she said, Greg from Abbott elementary because he's Aww. a solid guy. Who's caring. Very sweet and loved it. Wow. Honestly, the best answer, in my opinion. Hmm. I just, like, wish, A, maybe I should just be in an arranged marriage, (laughs) and B, that all these guys were real. (laughs) Because you know what? I think that if anyone in my family had an actual option, they could uh, set it up an arranged marriage with me, for me, then I would hope that they would have, like, set me up with them on a date at least by totally. now, you know, but they can only also think of fictional men mm-hmm. for me. So do with that information what you will. <laughs> my last one, my sister also got in on it and she said, I think actually she was the very first one to answer and she said Ben Wyatt from Parks Park, <gasps> which I was also very happy okay, about. Okay, yeah, that actually is kind of a match made in heaven, I feel like. Wow, thank you. Yeah, he with like nerdy. Yeah, nerdy, but and... like hot and cool and funny, and wow. Yeah, you guys would be a fun time. Thank you. I agree. I liked. I liked all my options. I was. I was happy. <laughs> well, lucky you, <laughs> <laughs> because my dad, he could not think of this character's name for about ten minutes. And then he was like, I can't even think about what the show is called. And then he finally was like giving us clues. Anyway, it's Michael Bluth from Arrested Development. <laughs> hey, that's a great one. It is pretty I love good. It. I love Michael. And his reasoning was in chaos, he can focus and get stuff done just like you. Yeah, I actually think that is like such a good pair because... um. He's like kind of the leader of the, I mean, like obviously of his crazy family. Imagine those are your in-laws. Like imagine marrying into that family. (laughs) (laughs) 
I can't living and you live in a model uh-huh. home probably also, still a mom um not my not my thing what if you you can you get you like get with him and you already have like a 16 year old kid and it's but if it's George Michael Bluth like that would be I feel like he would like be he doesn't really count home, yeah know? it's true yeah, he's like a support. He's really supportive of his dad dating and stuff. Mm-hmm. Also, I was going to say, it's like if it's Michael Bluth in like the original seasons, you know that he's just going to keep getting hotter and hotter with age. That's true. You might I not mean, know at the time, but you would really It's my out. gateway drug to being I mean, with I think Jason he's Bateman. Cute. So. Exactly. Yeah. If I can't have Jason Bateman, at least I can have Michael Bluth. <laughs> That's what I think. Well, okay. So out of all of your options... I I think I do choose Michael Bluth. Wow. I think that's a great match. Okay, great. For you. Glad I left it for my number one. Yeah. Which of mine would you pick out of all those options? I think Ben. For me. Okay, cool. I feel great about that. I would Fun. think I would have a very happy life. Next next time we watch a show where there's like arranged marriages, we ha- we should arrange marriage each other. Yeah, we should. That would be really fun. Okay. It's fun to do like hypotheticals for you. Like we yeah. don't really ever do that. No. I like it. Hmm. Cause I mean, we have done like, we've picked each other, like our own TV boyfriends many, many times now. So that would be a really fun way to switch that mm-hmm. up. I, I'm excited. I'm already excited about it. Great. Got to find a TV show about arranged marriages. <laughs> we'll have to watch. We never watched Indian the matchmaker. Season Indian matchmaker. Second season yeah. two. <laughs> We'll start planning episodes around the top three instead of the opposite. I like it. I like it. All right. Catherine Called Birdie on Amazon Prime is a movie that Lena Dunham wrote the screenplay for and directed. And it's based off of a book that I know Jordan has read even recently. Mm-hmm. She gave it to me and I failed to read it before I watched the the, show, the movie. But I still have it and I still plan on reading it. Yay. Yeah, it was one of my favorite books in middle school ever. I loved it. Yeah. I felt like Catherine or Birdie is like, um, I don't know. I just felt, I felt like a kinship with that character when I was like also 13-ish. I felt a kinship with that character as a 30-year-old woman. Yay. Well, I'm I'm glad because I, I, um, I'm actually kind of glad you haven't read it yet because I was like, does it still... Did this movie still resonate if you didn't kind of go in knowing the plot mm-hmm. and everything like that? And so I'm happy. To yeah, I really loved this movie. I like it really pulled at my heartstrings. I like got emotional. Um, I mean, the cast was incredible. Like the casting was so chef's good. kiss amazing. And like if you can say whatever you want about Lena Dunham, but if she does one thing and one thing well, it's casting the people that she wants to be around, hook up with, whatever. And, like, <laughs> that's exactly what mm-hmm. you should be doing if you're going to be making movies. And that entire cast is all are, are all people I would want to hang out with. Me too. I really felt a vibe that they were having a really fun time making this movie. I did too. They had great, like, chemistry and just looked like they were having a ball. Yes, I... I thought it was great. Um, I thought the script was really, really good, which she also wrote. And I also kind of liked it. There was kind of a vibe of improv sometimes. 
that I thought was really fun in some of the scenes. And um, I don't know, there was just kind of like a looseness to the whole thing, because especially as it starts out, it's kind of just like you're following this girl and like her day to day life of being like a kind of like she's they're not rich obviously so much of the movie is about them being in debt but they're not poor they're like the richest in their small town her her and mm-hmm. her family and that was true to the book for me because so much of it is like you're reading her diary and so it is like you're getting what would the day-to-day life be of a 14 year old girl living like that you know and or that was how this movie felt as well and so I just thought it was just like really really nice and yeah how did it hold up when it was like such a like monumental book for you and growing up like did it live up to what you would want it to be yeah it totally did and they made a lot of changes they were I think in general it was probably like 75 percent very true to the book and then the ending was very very different and even um her dad's character was pretty different but I really liked the changes and um so I thought it was kind of like the perfect scenario where everything that was really true to the book it captured the mm-hmm. essence that I would want and all the changes though made sense and so it's like you kind of get the best of both worlds like it's a great adaptation but also gets to be its own thing which I like yeah um I loved I felt like Bella Ramsey was so good in it I love her yes I really loved I really loved her like crushing on her uncle because like as a young girl you are crushing on literally anyone and everyone who like pays attention to you and is the sex that you're attracted to like it just sent me right back to I went on this like Lake Powell trip as a child probably around 13 or 12 and there were like these group of guys on our houseboat that were like my friend's cousins and I thought they were the best thing that's ever happened to me and we were going to get married even though they were like 18 and just like not even a viable option at all but like I just feel like that captured that really well and felt really true to my childhood and being that age oh totally well and it's it's like she has a pretty boring life and so it's like she sees literally the same people every single day. And so finally someone like fun and handsome and like goes on all these adventures comes to visit. And like, how can you not be in love? Mm -hmm. You know, especially when you have all the hormones and you're, you know, kind of silly and Mm -hmm. dumb (laughs) in the best way. Um, But yeah, I thought she was so good um she was like weird and she was adorable but like they weren't trying to like like hot her up you know like she looked like a girl like she just looked like the a cute preteen girl just living mm-hmm. her life and I loved her and she it made me really excited um for the HBO show The Last of Us that she's gonna be in with Pedro Pascal because I was like, I mean, I already knew she was going to be awesome because she's, we love her in like the few scenes she's in, in Game of Thrones. Um, but this just really sealed the deal and she was just so lovable. Yeah, she was. And the fact that, like you said earlier, you're like, 
well, I'm 30 and I really related to her. Like, not every, like, 14-year-old actress could really do that. No. Yeah, I thought she was great. And um, Billy Piper was in it, and I forgot how much I really love her. And then there were two Fleabag alumni, which was really fun. Andrew Scott being one of them. And then... I mean, we got to give it up to our boy, Joe Alwyn, which I love he him. He was so good. Yeah, he was adorable. I actually, the only, maybe my one complaint was I was kind of hoping he would be in it more. Yeah, same. He wasn't in it that much, but when he was in it, like he has to, I felt like his scenes portrayed a lot, you know, yeah. like. He goes on an emo- his character goes on an emotional journey, even though you don't really see him that much. Mm-hmm. And it was really sweet. And he did a really good job. Yeah, I agree. Which, and I hadn't even put this together, but Jordan reminded me that we watched two Taylor Swift boyfriend movies, and that is the theme of the week. Joe Alwyn, yes. current, current uh, partner in this movie and ex-partner Harry Styles in My Policeman. We didn't even plan it and that is fun. It just happened. Magical. Also, literally everyone can watch this movie. It is so wholesome and fun and I'm telling everyone to watch it. I loved it. Yeah, I thought it was so good. So fun and cute. I would watch it again. Yeah, me too. And I'm glad to know that there are like some some differences in the book. It makes me more excited to read it. Yeah, I'm excited to discuss. Uh, I had a perfect transition and then I went off a little bit, but back to Harry Styles in My Policeman. <laughs> <laughs> um, we haven't discussed this yet. Jordan, how did you feel about My Policeman? Um, okay. I thought, I thought it was, I did not think this was bad. I just feel like by the end of the movie, I, I didn't really feel like I knew these characters that well, Mm -hmm. you know, I felt like it was a little superficial. Um, but I don't think it was a bad movie and I don't think that any of the acting was bad or anything. I just felt like, uh, I don't know. I just, I, I'll just say again, I just thought it was a little superficial. That's a good word. I felt like not a single one of the characters had chemistry. And I felt like none of them had a personality at all. So, yeah, similar line to what you were saying. Um, And then I, in the end, I was kind of like, I feel conflicted and confused because I'm not really rooting for anyone. Like, I think all of all three of the main characters are wrong. (laughs) And so, like... Yeah. I really struggled what when it ended of like how what am I supposed to be feeling right now? And I'm curious yeah. if that was like cuz I think this is a book and oh interesting both books. Yeah, both books, both on Prime. Yeah. Taylor Swift lovers. Wow. The Venn diagram, one circle. I'd love to see it. Um I'm curious. I had a friend who read the book and was like telling me how much she enjoyed it. And so I'm curious, like, what what the differences are there. Like, in the book, like, do you feel more chemistry between uh, Harry and, oh, what is her name? Marion. 
I felt conflicted on like if I was supposed to believe that like Tom really loved Marion, Harry Styles' character, really loving Emma mm-hmm. Corrin's character, um, and just like yeah, all of it. I just felt like confused, and I honestly was like very bored. But yeah, like it was filmed really beautifully, and like mm-hmm. the acting, it was acted well. Like I didn't feel like anyone was bad at acting. I do feel. Like, okay, we need to get Harry Styles, like, a real acting role where he actually has something to work with. Because, like, it's really mm-hmm. hard to tell, like, is he bad? Or, like, I just feel like every character he's played so far is, like, not that different from him. And he just looks like him and is talking like him. And, like, doesn't have that much personality. So, like, I can't really... It's hard for me to not just think, oh, I'm watching Harry Styles. And Princess That's a Diana. Really good point. <laughs> such a good point because comparing his character in my policeman to his character in don't worry darling mm-hmm. they're both kind of like i mean i like they're kind of they're both like repressing things yeah. and so and they're both set kind of these like retro decades you know and, and they're so, just both playing a role yes and so it's very interesting that it is so similar to that even though very obviously different movies but like now i have seen him do that two times basically mm-hmm. um but i don't think he's i don't think it's his fault i think I don't that think the so writing either. is not strong in either of those movies yeah exactly um one of my notes it's funny you said you were bored because what i said i said a little boring one of my notes i actually liked at the beginning i was really I, not anytime they did they like jumped they flash forward in time i was pretty bored but when it's like the younger trio, um, I I kind of liked the beginning of it, and then I it, I think it got kind of boring as it went on. Um, yeah, I the flash forwards honestly were all that kind of kept me in it though, because it was clear to me Whoa. that there was something that had happened to change the path of like where they were now. And I like I was like mm-hmm. I have to keep watching because I have to well I have to keep watching because we're talking about this on the podcast but also I have to watch <laughs> keep watching because I have to know what kind of conflict arises to make these people in the kinds of relationships that they are in right now. Yes, but I also don't really think we ever got a real answer because like how are um, Emma Corrin and Harry Styles still married like? to this day is kind of surprising to me and um I just I don't know it would have been really so much more interesting like you were saying earlier if we could see that Harry really did love Emma Corrin and was like not just trying to use her as a beard basically yeah like Um, I would have loved to see that they were like best friends and like had fun together and like had such a strong friendship with which is why they stayed married. Yeah. But I was like literally confused. Like, well, is he like sexually attracted to her? Like I genuinely didn't, wasn't sure. Cause his actions didn't really show that. But like, he did say eventually like, but I want you like, what does that mean? (laughs) Yeah. I was also kind of surprised because when they show, um, in the future, when she's reading the journal, Mm hmm. I was like, oh, she's learning for the first time that they, like, had this affair. But she actually knew all the whole time. She had already heard that like, journal and, entry. 
Yeah. So I was kind of like, well, so there's no reveal. Mm-hmm. The only reveal was her confession. Like, I don't know. It was just kind of, I, I was underwhelmed and I actually, maybe I was going off of busy Phillips's review where she was like, guys, it's really good. And Harry's mm-hmm. really good. And she was like, and the sex scenes are really hot. And that was the only thing that was true. <laughs> they were. That's true. That is true. Also, I liked, I felt like the best character was played by Daria from Industry. Uh-huh. She brought life to it. She, she really did. did. And there wasn't a lot of life outside of her. She plays Emma Corrin's like friend, coworker. Yes. For anyone who's watched the movie. And she's she's barely in it, um, but her scenes really like light up the screen. I thought, and mm-hmm. I didn't know it was her from industry at all until I looked it up on IMDb, and I was so impressed with like she's such a chameleon. Yeah, she. I was. I, there's something familiar about this person. What is it? And then when I looked mm-hmm. it up, I kind of screamed, and then I was like, no Same. one will really appreciate this but Jordan. So good thing we have a podcast where we can talk about it. <laughs> Uh, I had the same experience. Most, the only, I guess it's telling that this is what I was thinking of the whole time. I brought this up to Taylor right before we started recording. I just, I want to know everything about how they covered up all of Harry's tattoos. Like you see him, you see his chest several times and he has so many tattoos and arms and not one little peak of a tattoo. Not a one. And I don't think it was digital based on. Taylor's knowledge of paparazzi shots of <laughs> Harry walking around. <laughs> there were so many paparazzi shots of this movie being filmed that I kind of also already felt like I had seen it. Like, I feel like yeah. I had seen every single character's wardrobe already, which is kind of, I yeah, don't like that. True. And it's like, that's happening again with like, and just like that. And I'm just like, I want to not see this stuff, but I don't want to unfollow all my pop culture Instagram accounts. Yeah, exactly. I think um, you're very spot on with the fact that like we already knew exactly what the plot of this movie was and it didn't, I don't think the movie gave anything else but that. Yeah. It felt like, it felt like I'm watching like kind of an outline of a movie, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. It didn't, it didn't feel like a movie. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, well, it was funny because I was I watched both of these movies in two chunks, and I watched the first half of Catherine Called oh. Birdie, and then a chunk of My Policeman, and then the second chunk of My Policeman, and then I sandwiched it with the end of Catherine Called Birdie, and I was just like really happy I got to end on Catherine Called Birdie because I was having such a m- more fun time watching that. Mm-hmm. It's better. It's better. Yeah. No offense. It is. Um, all right. Well, there's actually kind of a lot of options this week. Who's your crush? Yeah. I'm giving my crush to Joe Alwyn. Um, he looked so cute in that, in Catherine called Birdie. And something about him is that I just always forget his voice. He has such a hot voice. So low. William Bowery. Oh, William Bowery. Low, that baritone voice. Um, not even singing. His speaking voice is so hot. And, um, yeah, like I said, I was just impressed with what he did with like really not even that much screen time, but I felt like I knew this character, um, 
and I knew like his emotions in the scenes and stuff. It just felt alive. I don't know. I loved it. It was great. Yeah, he was great, and I loved his wardrobe. Like he he was oh wearing this like shiny metallic-y that, jacket like, leisure thing. suit. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was awesome. We didn't get into that. How much I loved so much how the movie looked. Yeah, it was really fun and colorful and it maybe felt a little fantasy ish but that's kind of what i picture in medieval times anyway yeah like, i thought it was really fun funky. honestly good job lena dunham and it was really fun to like great see lena dunham involved in something that wasn't that w- is like pg-13 and not mm-hmm. so sex maybe forward even PG. yeah yeah that's so true she's got range she really does. And I loved, um, like, when Ka- when Birdie gets her period, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, because Lena, I think Lena should get more into kind of the YA realm. Yeah. Because she's going to be frank about puberty, but it was in, like, a sweet, very approachable, very appropriate way. And I thought it was really nice. Yeah, like you get into periods, you get into what sex is, and you get into like what a virgin is. And like <laughs> yeah, lots of like great lessons and done really tastefully and funny and cute. Yeah. They should just show this at maturation programs across the country. <laughs> sex education. <laughs> okay. I'm even though I feel like I've been kind of negative, I'm still going to give it to Harry. I have an opportunity. He looked great. Yes. I couldn't stop staring at his hair. It was like so perfectly quaffed. Oh, it was so... It, he he looked impeccable. Yeah. Really did. He really did. And I forgot that he's six foot. I always forget that about him because he is a little guy. Like his skinniness sometimes kind of makes me forget how tall he is. Um, Mm -hmm. but he was like taller than his counterpart and, um, yeah, he looked good. Also, there's like all these TikTok theories that he's actually bald in real life (laughs) and it's truly, it's wild, Jordan. TikTok is wild. And honestly, in the front, like receding or like a bald spot, like he wears a toupee on the top of his head. Oh my gosh. I'm shocked you haven't mm. seen these and I will send you one next time next time I see one. There's actually a Taylor Swift crossover one that I'll send you that's Harry Styles Perfect. when he's getting ready in the morning and listening think- to Maroon. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to send it to you now. But oh, I'm so excited. Wow. Honestly, if he is bald, oh well, because his hair is so good that like maybe everyone should shave their heads and get his toupee. Seriously. That's a good wig if big if true. Yeah. Um yeah, he really I was I was actually thinking about this when I was watching uh, my policeman was like I can't really imagine him playing like a modern guy. He's like, like too he's playing these like retro. Like, yeah. yeah he he really works. That is it, it works well. Like what year did this take place in? Um when I was looking at something on the Wikipedia about the movie it was it said that the like the flash forwards are in the 90s which how are we i don't know how we're supposed to know that oh they literally say the names of the or the years in the journal entries i think don't they 
Oh, yeah. It does say that in the diary entries, but do you remember what they were? <laughs> no. <laughs> but on, I'm back on Wikipedia, and it says it's set in 1950s Brighton. Okay. Good okay. enough for me. Because, yeah, Dunkirk, old. But yeah, you're right. Dunkirk, my favorite performance of his so far. It's very yeah, good. It's true. But he also d- wasn't in it that much. I remember thinking, hey, he's good. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite performance is him in Eternals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't remind me. <laughs> Ugh. All right. Well, uh, good times. Amazon Prime. Three or two weeks in a row. Amazon Prime originals. Hey, yeah, you're right. Wow. And you know what? I, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I do love that I can click and see who is on screen and quickly like look them up on my phone without having to like research at all the imdb Mm -hmm. integration is amazing it is very cool thank you jeffrey bezos for that and nothing else (laughs) jeffrey bezos (laughs) thank you for seeing that all right well and thank you for listening bye bye bye